Welcome to another episode of Sell What You Build, the leading podcast for founders and entrepreneurs looking to supercharge their startups. Join us as we dive in and share valuable insights, tips, and proven strategies to help you grow and sell your innovations effectively. Whether you're just starting out or aiming to scale your business, our guests and thought-provoking discussions will equip you with the knowledge and tools to confidently navigate the entrepreneurial landscape. Get ready to sell what you build. Okay, today we are talking about objections in sales. And specifically, we're going to tailor this around startups and emerging tech companies. Now, sales objections are common and inevitable. If you're in a sales cycle and you've been talking to a customer and you haven't heard any objections, that in and of itself is a huge red flag. Understanding and addressing them effectively can be the difference between success and failure. So let's explore a range of objections frequently encountered by companies and provide strategies to overcome them. Ultimately, improving outcomes and fostering mutually beneficial relationships with your prospects. So uncovering the real sales objection. Before delving into specific objections, you must identify the underlying concerns or reservations that drive these objections. Sometimes the stated objection may not be the actual true barrier. By engaging in active listening and asking thoughtful questions, you actually gain valuable insights into the prospect's needs, goals, and pain points, which is going to allow you to address objections more effectively. So here's the first one, and you know what? It's the biggest one. Not going to save the biggest for last. Budgetary constraints. I've heard this continuously throughout my career. The objection is along the lines of the price is too high, or we don't have the money for that right now, or we don't have the budget for that, whatever, you know, different different variation might come up. So emerging tech companies often face resistance from potential clients due to budgetary constraints. Prospects may believe that your solution is beyond their financial reach, it doesn't add enough value, or isn't worth all the additional costs of adoption. Now when encountering this objection, it is essential to emphasize the long-term value and the positive impact your offering can have on the customer's business. Instead of solely focusing on financial returns, shift the conversation towards addressing specific pain points or opportunities the customer is experiencing. So again, don't just talk ROI in financial sense, talk to it in a much broader state. Share compelling success stories and case studies demonstrating how your solution has transformed similar organizations by addressing critical challenges or capitalizing on emerging trends. Highlight the measurable improvements achieved in areas such as operational efficiency, customer satisfaction, productivity, or competitive advantage. For instance, illustrate how your solution streamlined complex workflows, saving valuable time and reducing human error. Emphasize the enhanced customer experience, increased customer retention, and the ability to gain a competitive edge. Showcase how your solution enabled businesses to stay ahead of industry disruptions, adapt to changing customer preferences, and scale operations effectively. Again, there's a financial ROI to all of these, but just dollars and cents isn't always going to get you over that hurdle. By tying your value proposition directly to the customer's unique circumstances, you can showcase the relevance and potential impact of your offering. Paint a vivid picture of how their organization can overcome challenges, seize opportunities, and achieve their goals by leveraging your solution. Remember, the value you provide extends beyond financial ROI. It encompasses increased productivity, improved decision-making, enhanced reputation, and sustainable growth. 
By effectively conveying this value proposition and demonstrating its alignment with the customer's needs and aspirations, you can overcome this objection and establish a compelling case for why your solution is the ideal choice and the ideal choice now. Okay, so on to the next one, which is overcoming resistance to change. Keep in mind, hardly anyone's ever gonna say, we don't like to change. In fact, in my 20 plus years of sales, I've never once heard someone say, no, no, we don't like to change. Although we all know it's human nature to be resistant to change. Because people are often resistant to change, it is far more effective to focus on the future state and create a compelling visualization for the customer regarding how your solution will help them reach new levels of success. Instead of solely discussing how your solution improves the current state, emphasize your technology's innovative possibilities and transformative potential. Adopting new technology entails a certain degree of change and disruption. Understandably, some prospects may initially resist this change as they have perceived their current vendor or solution as sufficient. To overcome this objection, shifting the conversation towards the future possibilities and the exciting opportunities your technology unlocks is vital. Capture their imagination by highlighting your technology's unique advantages, innovations, and value. Paint a vivid picture of the future state that your solution can help them achieve. Showcase how it can transcend pain points and propel the organization towards improved outcomes and a distinct competitive edge in the industry. Rather than dwelling on the limitations of their current state, focus on the untapped potential and the transformative power of your solution. Demonstrate how your technology can revolutionize their processes, workflows, experiences, leading to unparalleled growth and success, but keep it in that future state. By fostering a sense of excitement and possibility, you can overcome resistance to change. Help your prospects envision a future where your technology empowers them, seizes new opportunities, and keeps them ahead of the curve in the always evolving markets. Remember, people are more likely to embrace change when they see the tangible benefits and innovative possibilities it offers. By effectively communicating how your technology can shape their future and create a competitive advantage, you can overcome objections and position yourself as the solution and as a catalyst for their organization's future growth and success. Okay, so on to our next objection. And this is like the one before, something that's never gonna be directly said to you. And it's something you have to uncover yourself, which is through good discovery and conversation. And over time, you're gonna get more astute at realizing when someone actually doesn't have the authority to spend without someone else's financial approval. So I like to call this the can't decide on their own objection. And in many organizations, decision-making processes involve multiple stakeholders. Even the President of the United States understands the necessity of engaging other stakeholders to ensure informed and effective decision-making. In such cases, navigating these objections and highlighting the importance of involving all relevant stakeholders in a comprehensive decision-making process becomes crucial. Now, while respecting their position, Gently challenge their assertion by highlighting that impactful decisions often require input from various perspectives and expertise. By involving a broader range of stakeholders, you can demonstrate your commitment to a well-rounded and inclusive decision-making process, aligning with best practices observed even at the highest levels of leadership. Now, when faced with a prospect asserting exclusive control over the decision-making process, always approach the situation with diplomacy intact. Additionally, offer to participate in meetings or presentations with broader groups of stakeholders. 
always ensure that your original points of contact are invited to these as well. This allows you to present your solution directly to those involved in the decision-making process and helps build trust and confidence in your expertise and ability to collaborate effectively. One thing I've learned over my career is keep everyone informed. If you're not sure if someone should be informed, make them informed. That's the CC line in an email. It's always better to have included them and they didn't want to see it than to have not included them and they did want to see it. That can disrupt your sales cycle at any time. My friend's son-in-law works over at Acme Corp, so I can get a way better deal over there. This is the competitor advantage objection, or the perceived competitor advantage. This is when the buyer thinks or knows they can get a better deal elsewhere. Now, competition is obviously an inherent part of business, and prospects may indeed express reservations about your offering, believing they can find better terms elsewhere. In such situations, it becomes critical to strategically position the value proposition of your offering to stand out from the competition. And this is why I always speak about the importance of strong value propositions and ensuring you and your team really know them and know how to, de de to deliver them, not just memorize them, right? That's way more important than knowing the features of your product. While it is essential to emphasize the features and benefits that differentiate your solution, it is far more important to go beyond that. Strengthening your relationship with key decision makers and expanding your network within the organization can significantly enhance your chances of overcoming relationships that your competitor may have. Instead of immediately pushing for the sale, focus on building rapport and trust with those involved in the decision making. Take the time to understand their specific pain points, objectives, and requirements. Actively listening and demonstrating a genuine interest in their success will allow you to establish a solid foundation for a long-term partnership. Identify other stakeholders who may influence the decision-making process or possess valuable insights about the company's needs. Many will be outside the organization as well. Never forget to look outside the organization. Cultivate relationships with these individuals and engage them in the process. By focusing on relationship building and expanding your network, you can gradually chip away at existing relationships your competitors may have with the prospect. When decision makers see the depth of your knowledge, the value you bring and your genuine interest in their success, they'll be more willing to consider your offering despite any existing relationships. Remember, winning trust and loyalty goes beyond merely showcasing the features of your solution. Okay, and the last big one that is going to be an objection that you're going to experience throughout your career, and that is trust and confidence. They don't like you, they don't trust you, or they don't have confidence in your product or company. Trust is a fundamental element in building successful relationships. When objections to trust arise, it's important to acknowledge and address them head on. Uh, at one point in my career, I remember I had been struggling through trying to break into a certain account and I finally just said one day, do you just hate me or do you not like something about me? Um, and it did turn out, and I won't go into detail, that there was just a, a conflict of personalities. And so I was able to bring someone else in from the company and we eventually did close that account. Um, still not friends with the, uh, the buyer, but hey, at least we, we made the, the right end result. So it's important to recognize that sometimes, despite your best efforts, a strong rapport and mutual trust may not be achievable. Personalities will clash. Uh, and it's essential to acknowledge when it is best to move on from an opportunity that is not progressing despite your dedicated efforts. Continue to invest time and resources 
or continuing to invest time and resources in a stagnant or unproductive relationship can hinder the overall success of the company. This is especially detrimental in startups. In such cases, bringing in other team members or stakeholders who may have a better dynamic with the prospect will likely be beneficial. This shift can bring a fresh perspective and foster a stronger connection. Recognizing the need for a change demonstrates your commitment to finding the best solution for the prospect, even if it means adjusting the personnel involved. Remember, trust is a two-way street. While it is important to establish trust with your prospects, it is equally important to assess whether mutual trust and compatibility can be established at all. If the personalities clash or the relationship remains stagnant despite your best efforts, recognizing the need to move on from the opportunity is the wisest decision. By doing so, you can redirect your resources and focus on prospects where a stronger and more productive relationship can be fostered, leading to a greater success for both parties involved. Thanks for listening. Hope you've learned something new and have some great insights to take away and look forward to you joining the next episode of Sell What You Build.